I wear a tutu when I shit because that way it feels glamorous and I like to do Swan Lake while I crap. Run it, run it, run it down my leg. Hello and welcome to another episode of Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I am your host, Doug Mann. With me, as always, is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin Toilet Paper. When your butt is so dirty and in need of a cleaner, reach for the Charmin, your reliable FEMA. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like what you did there. Is that you? That was me. I like what you did with the FEMA. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you had to qualify FEMA as being reliable. Yeah, depends on what part of the, uh, the, the human body you're calling from. <laughs> Um, so yes, that, that's your Charmin slogan for the week. Uh, you guys have been tweeting at me at the Doug Mand. You've been tweeting at Jack Dolgen, at Jack Dolgen. You've been calling me on the shit hotline, the only shit hotline in the world at 786-HOLD-IT-N. That is the letter N. You've been telling me your shit stories, and I love hearing them. And you've also been emailing me at dutycallswithdougmand at gmail.com. And I kind of want to bring up an email that I got a little while ago. A couple weeks ago, Jack and I were talking on the show about, you know, where do people listen to this show? Right. You know, do they listen to it in the subway or in the car? Because people were saying they were having shit attacks, so they had to stop listening to the show in the car. Yes, it does induce shitting for some listeners. Exactly. And uh, I said, look, I don't know where you listen to this show if you're not listening to it in the car or, uh, you know, on the go, uh, so to speak. I don't think you're listening to this with, like, you know, your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife or whoever in bed. Right. And then I got this email from Rich in Brooklyn. He was talking about how he was listening to the show in bed with his girlfriend. Uh, his girlfriend had gone to sleep and he couldn't sleep, so he was listening to the show with headphones on. And he realized that his girlfriend couldn't get to sleep either. Mm. And uh, she had had a hard day at work and she was kind of bummed out. So they talked for a little while and then she asked him, you know, what are you listening to? Right. And then he described the show to her a little bit and, and he said, well, why don't we just listen to it a little bit? And so they listened to it that night. And, uh, and this is what he had to say. The joyous shit comedy of Duty Calls made two people laugh that night, lightening our load, so to speak. He said, you're truly doing God's work. Now that includes healing hearts and bringing couples closer together. Oh, well, that's just very sweet. That is incredibly sweet. I want to thank Rich for that great email. That is as sweet as a clean, large morning poop. That's about as perfect as it gets. Mm. So that was the first part of the email, that very sweet part about him and his girlfriend in bed. And then... He, he later writes about a completely different subject. He goes, let me just say that I'm a stand-up wiper myself, a proud and defiant one. And it turns out that my biological brother, whom I never met until I was in my 30s, is apparently as well. Nature versus nurture, it might just be. That's amazing. That is really amazing and strange. Two things are amazing about it to me. Yeah. One, I'm still amazed that there are people out there wiping standing up. That just sure. blows my mind. It just I want to know make, more about it, though. I, I, I do. Open I'm to open it. to it, too. I have an open butthole to it, but... Yeah, sure. Two, what I love is that brothers, even yep. if separated at birth or whatever, even if they didn't grow up together, yeah. after 30 years of not knowing each other, it doesn't take long for them to exactly. get into talking That's about exactly shit. right. I want to know how long it took into their, <laughs> into their reunion, into their emotional reunion of, right. like, brother, brother. Whoa, brother. How long into the conversation was it... <laughs> Did they get to, how do you wipe your butt? (laughs) And I love it. And I hope it was the first day. I hope it was the first day. But I I wonder if that was just like such a moment where like two tears rolled down their eyes. They were just like, you are my brother. (laughs) 
Anyway, but thank you, Rich from Brooklyn, for that great email. It was really, it was great. Uh, guys, we have a, a really special show for you today. We have a guy who I grew up watching sure. on TV. You grew up watching. Absolutely. He was Danny Tanner on Full House. He's also an incredible stand-up comedian. He's been doing it for so long. And he's a writer, producer, director. He's also the voice of future Ted Mosby on How I Met Your Mother, Bob Saget. And I've had the pleasure of being able to work with him on How I Met Your Mother. And I have to tell you, besides being one of the funniest guys I've ever met, he is completely gracious and so nice. And it was a dream to have him on the show. I really, he's the best. And I, I can't wait for you guys to hear this, this interview with Bob Saget. It really was an honor. We're here with Bob Saget. Thank you so much for doing this, Bob. I can't believe I'm doing it, but because you're such a, an esteemed writer of the wonderful uh, show, How I Shat Your Mother. I, <laughs> this is all uh, poo-related. This whole thing, this whole this is, podcast is on people. Duty Calls with Doug Mann, and it's just about people talking about shit experiences that they've had. So do you have a I've, lot of I've near sh- misses yourself? I've had more near misses than I could shake a stick at. I, I, I literally, I've, I've shit on the side of the road numerous no, times. No, Oh, yes. How do you wipe yourself if you do that? Whatever's in the car, and now I travel with toilet paper in my car. Well, normally, anyway, if you're a performer, you have to, well, I've done Broadway, if you do something where you're on camera, you crap your guts out before you work. Your nerves, your adrenaline, yep. you need a clean instrument. So you mm-hmm. just, it, it often... There's a, in Broadway, there's a half an hour before, and on a film set, you know, the person can't be gotten out of their trailer because yeah. they're making a single banger and their double banger, you know, and, <laughs> and it just, and you got to get rid of it. And then sometimes it doesn't even take long to do the actual deed, but the clean it, the cleanage afterward. Like okay. my mom is 87, right? Yeah. She goes to the bathroom, and I don't want to talk about my mom's pooping or nothing because that's wrong. But <laughs> if she, but when she goes to the bathroom, it could, the actual act itself is three seconds, but, but the, the maintenance can two be days. 40 minutes. <laughs> she, it's like that. I mean, yeah. where is she? Oh, she's just wiping. You know, yeah. she's going to turn it into just a piece of peanut brittle by the time she. <laughs> so what I, what I, um, and I've had near misses because I've, you know, I mean, I'm on planes a lot. The worst thing is you don't want to, you don't want to crap on a plane. But if you have gas on a plane, this is uh, which I believe was a Sam Jackson movie. You can yeah, gas have, on a plane. You can yeah. you can have danger because you got people with you, and if you poop on a plane, that's even worse. And you got to lay down paper because there's all kinds of stuff that can happen. Oh, you're a germ guy. Bad enough touching people on a plane that I, are infected. They're all coughing true. on you. Snot's coming that's out true. of their head. I feel like everyone's then, farting though. I feel like a, a plane is a, a, f- a free for all with well, farting because it. everyone just mixes in with their farts. They're like I, I let it ride. I and just then, go. And then my you new let it fly? I do let it fly when I fly. You can't. It's wrong. You stop it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm angry because I actually, I actually just talked about it. I have a new special coming out in a few months. I might as well plug something yeah, besides gonna... my ass. <laughs> and that, in, and in this book I'm writing also that comes out next year for HarperCollins, It Books, uh, not shit books. That's what this thing's about. This is a shit book. It's It Books. But I, I am obsessed with farting and poop and shit because of my dad. I was raised to make jokes about that. Like when, uh-huh. when my grandmother would fart at the table, it was actually on my last special, we would all be like, nice out. You know, it was, it was, we were, <laughs> nice out. We were happy about That's it. That's a great button. The thing is, if you're on a plane, you're in a very contained quarter and somebody knows you're shitting because you're in there too long a time mm-hmm. and it's just wrong. So if you can get it out before you go. It's wrong to shit on a plane? It's it's not right. It's not right because that shit, that, that stuff travels. It's all air. What's great about an airplane bathroom is it sucks your ass, yeah. which people will pay a lot for downtown. <laughs> but at your house, they have the toilets. You know, if you got an expensive house, an expensive toilet, they got the ones that blow air in your ass, which who doesn't want that? Do you that? have that? I don't, I don't, but I've used it. It's the wrong thing to... 
have accidents. It's good to control your bowels, not sure. unlike controlling your speech or controlling. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are if you were burping a lot or throwing up a lot and couldn't control it, you better get a hold of that. It doesn't work any different with your ass. So what I but what if you, you can't control it? What if what, what if go you, to a fucking doctor or find the over the counter meds that yeah. stop it? So if you're farting on planes, I submit and I'm right that you should stop it. It is wrong <laughs> when I am when I have a person in front of me and they I'm really are pissed a, Bob off. I, I really oh no, I, I took is, a, you asked me to do a podcast. This is what you, what do you? No, 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 I love it. I, love I had it. to choose some adjustment because there's a guy and I I recently talked about it. He uh, they medicated and he was asleep and he and he farted on me. <laughs> he farted on you? Yeah, on me. And I I hate it. And I think it's... Um, it's disgusting. Well, it's just, it's not right. I don't want to know what's inside his body. I don't know about his life. I don't want to know nothing. It right. should be an ass with a red line through it. It should be <laughs> no farting and shit only in emergencies. Because I'd rather you do that than shit yourself. And of course, I have sharted. Everybody has had like Groundhog's Day where the head peeks out and it goes back in. Sure. It doesn't know if it wants to come out. And then if you're a person of... Dignific- some kind of dignity, you don't allow it to come all the way out or you have a milk dud in your pants. Now, I have been on road trips and I haven't done this for 20 years. So I was younger. And younger means I actually had less control than I have when I'm older, which is uh-huh. nice. I'm sure then 25 years, it's just going to be pouring down my leg. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> but at this point, there's no leakage. I'm very clean. I'm actually a bit anal and then I like it to be clean. I like a nice clean hoop. Uh, have I done it? Yes. I was on stage once. I used to open for some rock and roll type bands, and I do remember a circumstance. I was behind Chicken Wire, which is a very good place. If you're behind Chicken Wire, odds are you're going to. You were behind yourself. Chicken Wire. Yeah, because I performed. It's like Roadhouse. A, it was. I was in um, El Paso, Texas. Wow. And uh, I was playing in a club. It might have been Beaumont. I can't remember. It was one of the two. I did a tour of Where Should I Die. And <laughs> it was like Rob Zombie had called the extras to be there. And it was all you know, uh, Texas people. And they enjoyed me, but they threw bottles. That's what they do at this place. You know, cheese puffs, Doritos, and uh, and all this shit was hitting the, the thing. And I, I, I'm pretty sure I tapped a little bit of a, a, a pokey out. So, on stage? On stage, for sure. There was a, a, a queefage kind of moment where you're not sure once the little... It, it's milk dud in proportion. It's not like a giant tube steak's going to come out. You know, I'm not going to sure. drop a log. But, so you're on uh, stage and you fart. Well, it's nerves. It's nerves because I was about 24 years old. As you get older and you do more professional work, you uh, learn to clean yourself out always before you go on because you know that adrenaline... And I, and you know, I do an hour show. If I'm doing stand up or if I'm performing on a set, you just uh, you don't want to walk around trailing it. Sure. Um, so you try to take a shit before you go on stage. Do you have? Do you have? I don't do, uh, do, try to. I just uh, usually go to the bathroom completely before I ever go on stage. Before I go on stage, I get really nervous, and I and I always right before the curtains, I am like, I got a shit, I got a shit. Once I get on, I'm okay. Well, but it's that lead up that I get so here's anxious. What at. I can teach you, please. You just don't eat for five hours before you work, and that's the truth. You have just barely enough to let your stomach not eat itself so it doesn't grumble and you're not hungry i never eat before i work when when i when i'm if i'm doing shows or anything or if i'm going to be on camera people say to me um did you eat it's like just a little bit of blood sugar stuff you know to or keep your head power up. bar or something you just don't make something that has to sit in your lower track it's sure just, it's very commonsensical yeah. so i hate to tell you but your entire podcast is based on something that didn't have to happen <laughs> you're assuming that that you're assuming that i had a big meal but but you'd be wrong oh so you're I, eliminating I, things that don't even exist like lungs and pieces of no your i'm saying I, for, there's a lot in there there's 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 it's old stuff the mind yeah. is a powerful thing and i'm a and i'm a very neurotic person so i get 
scared, but I don't. But but days before shows, or I I don't. I stay away from dairy. I stay away from. I just am someone who is just nervous and has the vision of myself shitting in front of people, and that is enough to make me have to shit. Well, you don't want to shit in front of people. Some people must like that. I mean, somewhere. Yeah, in, I do big in Germany. Somewhere I'm sure. in Germany yeah. is is a club. Well, there'll be like a Gallagher concert. I mean, you'd yeah. want to wear plastic wrap. And stuff. <laughs> exactly. But no, I I get it. I have had a, a couple of near misses, and when I've had them. You know, it was always bleach was the thing to do, but I have in the past eight years just been in black boxers. So black boxers. when you're in black boxers, there's nothing to do. If mm-hmm. you can see any caramel taffy landing strip inside of it, then fine. But otherwise, it's done. You're fine. Yeah. Um, but it's the tidy whities that were just sad, and you would throw them out. Yeah. Um, one time, and this is a uh, true story. Uh, Dave Collier has a uh, who was on Full House with me yeah. has a farting problem, a serious farting problem. And to be funny, since he was about ten years old, he would just do shit jokes. He would he's one of those guys that would be naked and bring his ball sack over his penis and stand there and make a turtle out of it. He's that guy that plays with his body parts and could fart on cue. I had a party in Vegas that John Stamos threw. I had six friends there. We were in the bowling alley at the Palms Hotel. Yeah. Dave's running up and down, lifting a leg and farting on cue, going, look, it's Kung Poo. So he would, and he would just lift his leg and, and that would be Kung Poo. And we'd be like... Uh, Okay, and then he would smash his balls up against the window of Vegas. So it's uh, <laughs> not that that room has not seen that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've in seen where Smiley Crew's been there. But um, Dave is a guy that one time, and this is an old story, at the uh, set of Full House, he farted so bad that he uh, kind of shit his underwear. Not bad, but it was in there. It was a, a, a black stripe, <laughs> and I saw it, and he went, ugh, this is disgusting, and he took it, and he slingshotted it up onto the top of the stage. And this was the stage that years later became the Friends stage. (laughs) And so I went to go visit uh, the Friends stage, and I was upstairs with uh, David Schwimmer and said, Dave Coulier's underpants are probably still up there. Because I doubt, (laughs) the only way you would see them is if you're on the catwalk and you're all the way up. But I would say his shit-stained underwear could still be up there. I bet not, I bet not. Because I think they knocked down the dressing room part after Friends. That was like a VIP thing they had built for Full House. Uh-huh. Our producers had built, and then it was such a nice setup because usually you have trailers. They had it set up inside the stage, so yep. it, was a, it was a sweet little thing. Someone found them though, and I have a feeling I don't know if this is accurate. Maybe you can confirm that he has his name written in his underwear. I feel like that would <laughs> yeah. be something. He, w- he wouldn't. That would yeah. be that would be perfect. That like, would written be in his mother's that would, handwriting. Yeah, yeah. That would be an eBay kind of thing. Yeah, right? I mean somebody would buy that. I would buy that. That's amazing. You could you could put it in a case. Dave yeah. Coulier shit stained yeah. underwear right when you walk in the house. <laughs> That's, how you know That's you the first today. Like yeah, that. Uh, yeah things have been going pretty good for me, Dad. I uh, went ahead and bought the Dave Coulier shit pants I've been eyeing for years. <laughs> I have the Lucille Ball first outfit, <laughs> and I also have Dave Coulier's shit pants. Yeah. But I, I haven't. Um, I've been very, very overly clean about that for a long time because yeah, there's no like way. To, it's no way to um, meet a lady. And, sure. You know, and and it's good in the shower if you got a nozzle to clean that thing out, and it's good. I'm not even against a bidet. I don't think so. But um, however, know. that does take the spray, and that could take your poo and spray it all the way up. So you, you know, be careful. With the bidet. If you think you're cleaning up your sharded area, your your little uh, brownish spray zone. Yeah. But you could be spreading it, and you don't want to do that. You want to, and you want to use antibacterial stuff. You want your asshole to burn really bad. Yeah. Folic acid is uh-huh. good. You can just take up, you can sit in a big pan of hydrochloric 
if I feel like you clean your shit in like just a white room that's just completely sterile. That's only it's it just like, like linoleum. It's like Star and a, Wars. And someone with a hazmat suit comes in. It looks like just, 2001. I actually sometimes uh, late at night I'll slip the guy at the car wash money. I'll just walk through. <laughs> and just let him hose out my pooter. Um, I had a friend, and I will mention this friend, and um, he was very famous in show business. His name was Bernie, and I loved him very, very much, and I looked up to him a lot. Mm -hmm. And he was very frank, and he was a ballsy guy. He mm -hmm. just, and he kind of talked like that. He was a tough guy in showbiz for many, many years, and uh, a dear friend, and he's no longer with us. And I don't think he'd mind me telling this story in post, which is what this is, because mm -hmm. he's gone, and uh, it sucks that he's gone. I miss him. But he told me this story once. I was on vacation with him. I asked my friend Bernie. We were just sitting out. We were, we were on a yacht actually that was not mine and or his, and uh, which is always good to say. So it doesn't yeah. make sound like uh, yeah. it was not my yacht. <laughs> not my yacht where this shit story yeah. came out. My yacht was getting cleaned. Yeah, my yacht was in the shop. My yacht was the covered, yacht shop. My yacht was covered in shit, so we had yeah. to hose it off. <laughs> yeah. The poop deck. <laughs> so I was in the jacuzzi with, with this wonderful man, Bernie. It was just two of us. And I was smoking a cigar and having like some, you know, fruity drink, like a Mai Tai or something, mm -hmm. and looking at the sunset. And uh, I asked him, did you ever shit your pants? And he went, you bet I did. <laughs> and that's your favorite kind of person, a person yeah. that just goes right to, fuck yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah. And I said, well, what happened? He says, I was driving home to my house. And, you know, and he had a gated house in Beverly Hills. And he's like, and I'm driving, and I'm wearing like a beige suit, <laughs> dressed nice, you know. So, and I'm going, and I I can feel it coming. And he, I'm saying diarrhea. He goes, "Fuck yeah, you know, <laughs> you know it was diarrhea." Yeah. And and he, I'm driving and driving, and I'm I traffic's terrible, and he, I'm getting closer to home and closer to home, and it's building, and I'm holding my ass cheeks together, and I'm trying so hard for it not to happen. He says, "I pull in through the gates, I park the car in the driveway." Couldn't make it. <laughs> I said, so you shit yourself? He went, you bet. I'm like, your suit? He says, I said, what the hell did you do? what I do? I got out of the car, took off the suit, wiped my ass with it, and threw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> threw out your suit? Yeah, what was I going to give it to somebody to clean? It was covered in shit. <laughs> and, he, and you walked in the house naked? What the fuck else was I going to do? <laughs> that was a guy that was just had a lot of bravado and he yeah. was he was just a, a really funny guy. And you know, I've been finding that with uh, my audiences. I've been performing a lot, I've been on tour and a lot of did Ohio U the other night and women uh, are are shockingly about 50/50 on finding the humor. It's a brave new world, movie. my friend. Girls, girls more than women. Yeah. A, a lot it's of, a generational thing maybe. Well, it's also a respect thing. So it is gross, but if you're not talking about it's really about guys saying what pigs they are. It, when you ask somebody <laughs> if they ever shit themselves, you don't usually get a lady to tell you they did it. You know, unless Melissa McCarthy's going to go off on a thing because she's almost a, a bro in how she does her amazing comedy. But yeah, know? but I think... but what I would pay money to hear her uh, so even make up a story about she's how she shit good. herself. She's that great. But as you said before, though, uh, with your Bernie story... Bernie is, is a man with dignity and stuff. He just well, was, that's he was borderline. In, well, he was in a situation though where he was trying to make it home and he didn't make it. Our belief is that he also would, everyone has at least one or twice. And I think women also have a point where they're driving home and oh my god, 
and it's horrifying. Well, during childbirth, that apparently happens as yeah. well. So if you're not, yeah. uh, if you're C-sectioning, you don't have to worry. Yeah. The poo stands alone. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, if a woman is pushing, pushing, and I've never seen this myself, I heard that that stuff happens as well. Sure, yeah, pushing everything. Me when I found that out. That Did just, you have that, you have you had a child before? No, no. I just someone told me he doesn't want to now because it's so close to the. Yeah, well, everything's yeah, but then people like close. some people like sex that way too, and that sure. is, that's involved. You know, you just want to put plastic down. Yeah, <laughs> and a plastic pad. You know, there are panty shields. So if a guy, if a guy, as or a lady, has a problem and it, there's leakage. Uh, there are panty shields, and men could put them in. There's really nothing that says they can. It's double stick tape. It's no different than wearing. A, if you're having your uh, time of the month, you put a pad in. If you're a lady. <laughs> Uh, this is guys have this. I just think cleaning is uh, really fundamental in sure. this thing. I not, love not reading. Bernie cleaned with his suit. That was the last moment that the suit had any life to it. Yeah, and really it had no more use buffalo. anyway. Yeah, he you used know? the whole buffalo too. <laughs> no, it's it's like an, a car accident. It's yeah. like it happened so quickly. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then and just then he flash. would go right to the shower. I would imagine that. I'm sure he did. But Dave Coulier is actually the source of. Most of the shit humor that I knew. My father also, there was a lot of it, but I didn't know, I never knew what was going on. My dad would fart and I would go, What are you doing? And he would say, I've got to release the poison, Bob. Yeah. He said, Do you want, do you want me to die? I went, No. He <laughs> said, I'll, your father. He said I'll, I'll die if I don't release the poison. That's true. And so he was very matter of fact about it. Uh -huh. Was he a big shitter too? I don't know. He never talked about shitting, he didn't have an ass. He had no ass whatsoever, so he just had a little hole. So I think right. he would just sit on something. It was like a piece of paper with a hole in it. And, yeah. and I don't even know how he I, sat or, <laughs> bent, or bent in the middle. But it's nice when it's all working well. Of course, it And feels you have good. a healthy... That's why once in a while, if you, if you don't eat a whole lot, and then one day you eat a sub sandwich, you have just created yourself a solid stool. Yep. Which is a You dream can actually of, feel the foot long come all the way through. But long as it's, it's a horrible image too. Yeah. I don't. Here's something interesting. I laugh at poop jokes. Sure. But I do not want to see it. It it kind of makes me. I don't like. Or poop when either. I hear about people show me pictures, I go, "What are you doing? Get away from me! You're disgusting." I don't. But I'll yeah. joke about it. But I'm the guy that talks about bad things, but doesn't want anything to do with them. I talk mm -hmm. about them because they disturb me, or mm -hmm. they or they have made me uncomfortable. Yet I have a couple friends that I will stay on the phone with. John Stamos uh, and I will take a crap at the same time. And that's. And talk. And while, talk. while you're on the phone, you'll gay? Be saying, Do you have an erection when it happens? Of course. Okay. Well, how else am I going to wipe? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking to. Uh, uh, years ago, I called John Lovitz uh, to ask him to do a benefit. And I called him, and he answered the phone like this on a speakerphone I'm taking a shit. <laughs> and I went, What? I said, What if it's your mother? <laughs> I had call blocking. I so. thought it was my mother. <laughs> yeah, probably. You usually don't tell your friend or anybody, yeah. but then the flush happens. And if you're if you can't mute it, I have I have been on a biz call and then you hit mute during the flush. Uh -huh. It's very highly coordinated. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be good you at got, it. Everything's it's ninja be, shitting. It, exactly. You don't you can ruin your career. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's a friend, they go, uh, are you are you shitting? I went, No, I was, you know, and then they feel better. <laughs> Usually don't go. Ugh, you don't want to hear that. No, you do. You do it quiet. I mean, I actually do. I haven't talked about this before, but I uh, I do uh, my therapy sessions on the phone because I moved from New York here and I still have my same therapist. Right. And there have been a couple times when I've had to shit during therapy, and I've just had to go. <laughs> well, that's so that's actually healthy. Yeah, no, because it's a clean out. You're doing a. Yeah, you're cleaning I'm out really cleansing myself. Yeah, oh. and uh, and but I, I feel I, I I don't think she listens to the show. Ah, you gave me something to do this afternoon. Call my therapist and shit. Yeah. Do you think that what you were talking about triggered having to poop? Definitely. 
Like, Usually it's some an- some anxiousness, yeah. yeah. Or you're talking about your mom? When am I not? Mm. Now, is that the reason we are caught up with fecal stuff? Because my mom uh, was overly clean. And my mom, I'm told, as a baby, just kept, you know, making sure I was clean and wiped me and wiped me. Don't you poop there. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. Mm -hmm. And I've been, you know, I've seen a kid poop in the pool, you know, and it wasn't wasn't Caddyshack. It was poop. It was real poop. It was duty. And um, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. You have a very visceral reaction to the idea of shitting in your pants too, and maybe that comes back to your yeah. Mom. I don't, I don't your like your mom it. kind of shaming and be like, "Don't you poop there? Don't you poop there?" Yeah, I mean, uh, it makes you want to be a an retentive person, which means clean freak or whatever. Sure, yeah, yeah. And um, I have a story that that you might like. Or um, Rodney Dangerfield was a friend of mine, really wonderful guy, mm-hmm. and very obviously Hilarious. funny. And um, he had a story. He had a friend who was really compulsively scared of touching anything in a public restroom. Mm-hmm. And his name was Joe Ansis. And he was supposed to be, Rodney says, the funniest guy in the world. And he was a friend of Lenny Bruce's, and he was an old-school guy that some of these guys talk about. And he was legendary for being a guy who would maybe write jokes, and he lived with his mom forever, mm-hmm. and he was afraid of the world. But I know that he was highly respected. So yeah. the story goes that he went into a public restroom, and he couldn't use a public toilet unless he had really made sure that it was a safe zone. Mm-hmm. So he laid down toilet paper on the ground for his feet. He laid down toilet paper all over the seat before he was going to go and take his crap. He took off all of his clothes, all of them, and hung them over the stall very carefully. Oh he God. then, I mean, and he was barefooted, not even in socks, Put the hung the socks up so that he would be able to put them back on. And then he stood up on the toilet like a crow would or, <laughs> or, a, or a coyote or, or, or a karate person assuming a crow position. And so he's doing kind of a yoga move. And this is a six-foot-tall, very thin Jewish man. Yeah. I didn't mean to add his religion at the end, but who the fuck else would do this? <laughs> and he's got his feet on the toilet and he's crouching down to make a shit into try to, you know, uh, all net is what he's hoping for. What he did not know was he had left the stall unlocked. As the story goes, a guy walks into the bathroom, <laughs> looks under the stall, sees no feet because the guy was crouching he tiger was hitting turd. Hitting turd again. And the guy, the other dude, opens up the stall and Joe is completely naked, squatting, taking a crap. <laughs> and they both apparently went, ah! they, they screamed. At the idea of seeing Joe, and the other guy like ran Ran out out. of the room is what I hear, and Joe tells the story like that. That's amazing. That's an amazing. I have one story like that. I was in a public stall in an airport in Texas. I was with a comedian. This is twenty five years ago. The comedian that was I was uh, touring with went into the bathroom with me. Uh, I'm sitting on the stall, and uh, I'm taking a crap. And I'm freaking out because, and then the guy's in there, and I'm going, I was just trying to be funny like you do when you go into the bathroom with right. a friend. I'm going, oh my God, blood's coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I won't stop. Yeah, <laughs> terrible stuff, you know. Looks like a rattlesnake. <laughs> what had happened while I was continuing my, my riff, because I don't listen or didn't at the time, is my friend left and another guy came in. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was a straight out Texan. And he went, and I'm going like, wow, it looks like a rattlesnake coming out of my ass. <laughs> and I hear, 
your friend's not in here anymore. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and I waited until that guy left, and it took a while. He wanted to see me. He was he wearing Confederate flag of, boots. What kind of fruit <laughs> bat was doing that kind of talk? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was. he had on snakeskin boots, which I thought was odd because I was talking, talking about, about a snake, snake coming out of my ass. Did he just piss? Yes, he did. He but you really, you really waited he, it out, he, though. He waited and waited. And at that time, I mean, this is a long time ago, El Paso had a knife sharpening shop in the airport. In the airport. So they would, if someone didn't sure. like you, they would gut you. I mean, you could bring a knife on a plane. That was uh, the good yeah, old days. a real days. sharp one, too. I used to be afraid of a tapeworm. That was always the thing. Oh, when that's I very first, scary. When I was about seven, I found out what a tapeworm was. You get a virus. They're horrifying. And then you don't eat ever again. And then the only way to get it out is to starve to death. Then it crawls out of your mouth. And you can't yank it or it'll break in part. It comes out of your mouth? In. It comes out of your mouth? That's what I read as a kid. But, uh, you know, there was no web then. And I was afraid to have sex because I have syphilis. You know, you go right to gonorrhea. You know, Sure. And they tell you about that because that's what our servicemen came back with. Yep. And they're called servicemen, so obviously it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think you. I think I covered everything. You did you great. Needed. That was great, Bob. Thank you so much for doing it. Was it was a pleasure doing it. Thank you. I really, really well, appreciate I, it. I just think you write on one of the best shows uh, on television. How I Met thank Your you. Mother. Well, thank you for having. Me. Yeah, and you're on Twitter. And uh, can yeah, you just, I am. Can you I am give under, us that name under my name at Bob Saget. Exactly. And then it's Bob Saget. Dot, <laughs> and then Bob Right. Tour dates, books, new projects. Uh, new projects. I've got many things. I'm. I've got a cargo freight business I'm working on. Okay, great. Working for a moving company and uh, a delicatessen. (laughs) Diversify. And all of it's going to have poo in it. Good. Because the deli turns to poo and then I box it up and ship it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Bob. Thanks for having me. All right, well, that was Bob Saget. The legend, the man, the myth. My God. That was great. That dude is clean. He's got a cleanliness thing. He is clean. He might he might joke around about some dirty shit. Yeah. But he is a clean dude. I wonder if he's as clean as his uh, as his humor is doing. I think he's even cleaner. He's a clean dude, and uh, apparently, it's not cool to fart in an airplane around Bob Saget. No, he is not. He does not approve of that. I didn't know. Now let me ask you a question. I know what a passionate farter you are on airplanes. If yes. you were seated near Saget, would you let it fly and take the risk? No, I don't want to offend Saget. I'd really? get up. I'd get up. Also, when I say, uh, like, respect. that is respect. I respect that man. Uh, That's the highest honor. I don't respect. like farting on a plane. Let me just say that. It's just yeah. like, it just feels like I'm, I'm trapped in the fucking window seat, and I got to fart. I shouldn't have had the Cinnabon that I ate. Oh, why am I eating this breakfast burrito that's been under a heat lamp for, for three <laughs> hours? You know? And now I'm just eating fistfuls of sour gummies. Uh, so I'm going to be farting. Do you ever get looked at? Like by your, whoever's sitting I just keep my eyes closed and pretend I'm sleeping. It's shameful. <laughs> it's very shameful. I I think in talking to Bob, I realized that maybe I should cool it a little bit. <laughs> maybe I'm being a little, maybe I'm just flying a, a little fast and loose with the old butthole in the plane. Maybe I should, maybe I should, maybe I should scale it back a little bit. Um, but anyway, that was Bob Sagan. That was excellent. Be sure to check him out. Check out his website. Uh, the guy, the guy is great. Guys, Keep listening to the show. Please tell your friends about it. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on iTunes and maybe give it a rating. All that stuff helps. Keep tweeting at me at the Doug Man, tweeting at Jack Dolgen, at Jack Dolgen, emailing me at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com, and calling me on the shit hotline at 786-HOLD-IT-N. That is the letter N as in never fart on a plane near Bob Saget. (laughs) 
He doesn't like it. But call me. Tell me your shit stories. Tell me about bathrooms that have saved your life. I love hearing all those stories. Be sure to listen next week. We'll have another great show for you. And uh, until next time, guys, hold it in. You're going to make it.